Welcome to the Mind Body Magic Podcast, because when your mind and body can work together, it's like magic. I'm your host, Natalie Trapasso. I'm a registered dietitian and weight loss expert. I'm here to help you up-level your health and wellness, all while making it practical. Each episode, I will give you the tools and resources to become your healthiest and happiest self. We're talking all things nutrition, mind, and body, so let's dive into today's episode. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Mind Body Magic Podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Trapasso. If you're new around here, we are so happy to have you. Thank you for listening in. Today's episode is something that has been coming up a lot in my world and it's about caffeine. Should you give up caffeine? Do you need to give up caffeine? If you follow me on Instagram or listen to the past podcasts on my hormone journey, then you've probably heard me say that I've cut back on caffeine a lot. And I just want to clarify something. Just because I'm doing something thing or really anyone for that matter anyone you follow on Instagram or TikTok just because they are doing something does not always mean that it's right for you you really have to take an individual approach to your health because everybody's body is different that's really the benefit of working with someone one-on-one or even in a program because you can individualize your health to what is going to work best for you so that's just something to keep in mind as you're scrolling through Instagram like you may not need to do all of the supplements being recommended or eating in a specific way You know, especially those what I eat in a day videos, just please take them with a grain of salt. Some of those videos I've seen are just like really not great advice. This one time I saw this girl, all she ate all day was basically fruit. And I think there were like a little bit of veggies in there, but it was mostly fruit and fruit juices. So somebody has who has no idea about nutrition could look at that and think, oh yeah, that's super healthy. And you know, she was like thin, she had a nice body and be like, oh, I wanna look like her. That looks super healthy, I'm going to try that. But really, if most people ate like that, so like I don't know any of her history, I don't know, you know, her nutrition needs, anything like that. I'm not trying to like bash her or anything, but most people, if they ate like that, their blood sugar would go insane and it could lead to hormone imbalances. So just like I said, take that, those with a grain of salt. And I think that is one thing that is super frustrating being in the health and wellness space online and being a dietitian. And because it's like, because everybody eats, they feel like they need to share what has worked for them or if someone has lost weight they think that that qualifies them to teach others how to lose weight when there's so much that goes into it and there's so many different angles that you need to look at psychology that goes into it and that's when a lot of the harm gets done and where all of the misinformation comes in because frustratingly enough those are the people that usually like go viral or blow up for some reason and people out there sharing good solid information don't seem to so just be careful what you follow and what you try on your own I always would recommend getting some advice before trying anything specific and I know that was a tangent but I think it was super important to note but getting back to what this episode is about today it's about should you give up caffeine so by the end of this episode you will know if caffeine is serving you or not I'll start by sharing why I cut back on caffeine for me it was for two reasons the first is when I got my hormones checked my stress hormone cortisol came back imbalanced I was basically in burnout mode I had low cortisol levels. So what that means is my body was producing so much cortisol for so long that it basically burnt out. Now I know I've touched upon this in the past, but cortisol is a major hormone that we want to be in balance. It's a necessary hormone for many functions in our body, so we don't want none of it, but we also don't want it to be overworking either. When 
our body is in a stress state, or if you've heard the term fight or flight, it can shut off other hormones. So when we get a stressor, and this could be a physical stress like pain or lack of sleep, or an emotional stress like going through a breakup, losing a loved one, or anything like that, our brain sends signals to our adrenal glands to release cortisol. The tricky part with this is, is that it's perceived stress. So anything you find stressful will spike your cortisol. So if you find flying scary, that's a stress for you. Or maybe you have a little social anxiety, going into a public situation can spike your cortisol. So when cortisol is spiked, it tells other hormones like insulin, thyroid, and leptin to go into storage mode, and it blocks progesterone from being produced, which can lead to estrogen dominance, aka what causes all of those period and cycle symptoms I've been talking about, like hormonal migraines, PMS, severe cramps, all of that is usually because of estrogen dominance. So stress can cause that and it can cause fat storage, especially around the belly. So how caffeine plays into this is because caffeine is a stimulant. Caffeine can exacerbate that stress response. So let's say, for example, you get a text from your significant other saying, we need to talk. You know that dreaded text. And you feel this little like surge of anxiety. Well, that's your cortisol spike game. So your cortisol spikes a little bit. Well, if you were to have caffeine get that same text, that cortisol spike would be so much higher. Your body produces more of that cortisol spike. You were going to have the stress response anyway, but when you have the caffeine in your system, that spike is worse or higher. So now back to me in my overworked stress state, realizing how anxious I really am and how little things do give me anxiety. I'm sure a lot of you don't know this about me, but I've had really bad social anxiety growing up. I don't think I said a word in school all day unless it was to somebody that I knew really, really well. And going into social situations, like if I knew I had to go somewhere on the weekend, I would be thinking about it and stressing about it all week. Like, who am I going to talk to? What are we going to talk about? That kind of a thing. And that still does show up in my life a little bit. Um, Like even just having this podcast in general is a big step for me or when I would, you know, make videos on Instagram or TikTok. Like when I first started, I was like literally shaking in fear. I've definitely gotten much better, but still that does show up a little bit. So I have been just realizing how anxious I am and how anxious I do get at things. So does that sound like a person who should be having extra caffeine? No, probably not. So that was a personal decision for me. I had the unbalanced cortisol and I get stressed or anxious a lot. So I'm not, I didn't want to add any more to it if I could help it and I could. So I cut back on caffeine a lot. Now it's not 100% out of my diet. I still do have some like green tea or a cup of coffee every once in a while, but I was having anywhere from like two to four cups of coffee a day, plus sometimes an energy drink or a diet coke on top of that. So I cut back a lot from where I was. So for you, evaluate your life. Are you stressed or an anxious person? Do you have a lot of stress in your life? Then maybe you need to rethink how much caffeine you're having. Which brings me to my next point. I want you to ask yourself, why are you having caffeine in the first place? What is your intention on having that caffeine? Are you relying on it? Because I was. I was relying on the caffeine to keep me awake during the day. I thought I needed it to stay awake because I was just so tired all the time. And usually that's what we are using it for, right? So like to wake us up in the morning or a pick me up or literally to keep our eyes open at that 2 to 3 p.m. crash. But really you should be getting your energy from food. It shouldn't be coming from caffeine. If you have no energy and you're relying on caffeine, then it's probably because either you're riding the blood sugar roller roller coaster, you're having blood sugar spikes and crashes all throughout the day, which is leading to that fatigue, which can be fixed by balancing your meals with protein, fiber, and fat. Or like, how are you sleeping? And I know that sometimes sleep is not in our control, like especially if you're new parents or parents 
parents in general, but sometimes it is in our control. Like, are you using your phone or watching TV too close to bedtime? Because that blue light can block our melatonin or our sleep hormone and not allow us to fall asleep. Are you eating too close to bed because your body is going to be working on digesting versus getting restful sleep? Are you having caffeine too late in the day? There is research that shows that any caffeine can affect our quality of sleep if we have it at any time, but especially if we're having it too late in the day. So take a look at how you're eating and how you're sleeping if you're relying on caffeine. And for me, it all played together. So I was chronically stressed, not sleeping that well, maybe a little bit lenient on my blood sugar balance, which all led me to being tired all the time, which made me rely on the caffeine, which then made me more stressed. (laughs) So it was like this vicious cycle. So I cut back on the caffeine, prioritized my sleep and my blood sugar balance, and I saw a massive difference in my energy levels. Now I know it sounds like I'm bashing caffeine, but I'm really not. I told you I still have caffeine. I had a regular cup of coffee today. What I'm not a fan of is you relying on the caffeine or abusing it like I was. You shouldn't need the caffeine. You should be having it out of like pure joy and you get to make that choice when you start balancing your hormones. You get to make the choice if if you want the caffeine or you don't because you're not relying on it. So if you are a person who is A, stressed out, lives a stressful life and doesn't really have any mindful practices to help manage that stress or B, relying on caffeine to keep you awake throughout the day, you may need to think your relationship with caffeine a little bit. But if you're someone who doesn't feel a lot of stress, feels fine throughout the day, doesn't get anxious from having coffee, then you're probably fine keeping it in. I was talking to a client who was asking if they're allowed to still have caffeine. And that's of course never the really the first thing that I'll address. My first step is that blood sugar balance because it is the one of the most important and overlooked pieces of nutrition. So to them, we're going to address that first, addressing the blood sugar and keeping the caffeine in the back of the mind. So if they're going along, balancing their blood sugar, doing all the other steps that we outlined together and they're not seeing the results that they want, then yeah, caffeine is something that we can address. And it can be as simple as just having caffeine with or after food because that can slow down the absorption of it or switching to a tea versus coffee because tea is not as strong in terms of the caffeine content. And now I know a lot of people aren't going to go for that because coffee and tea are not the same. I get that. So yeah, maybe for you, it's just waiting till after you eat something to have caffeine. That might be all that you need to do. But another client she is already doing the blood sugar balancing. She's a little bit farther along and having signs of cortisol imbalances like weight gain, especially around the midsection, then yeah, for her, caffeine is something that we would address. Like I said, everybody is different. Not everybody needs to cut out caffeine. It is a personal decision. But if we bring this back to the cycle and cycle syncing, you might want to reconsider caffeine in your luteal and menstrual phases since caffeine can make your period cramps worse. So period cramps happen when inflammatory compounds called prostaglandins build up in the uterus. So these prostaglandins are what cause the uterus to contract, leading to the cramping. So studies have shown that caffeine can increase these prostaglandins in our body, potentially worsening our period cramps. Caffeine also contains polyphenols, which can decrease the amount of iron the body absorbs. So if we're trying to increase iron around menstruation because we are losing it through the bleeding, you might want to refrain from caffeine during this time. 
So to summarize, if you need to give up caffeine, I would look at how much stress you have in your life, your ability to manage that stress, and what is your intention with the caffeine? Are you relying on it? Are you abusing it? Or is it out of pure joy? I would also consider maybe taking a look at cutting back around your luteal and menstrual phases if you have bad period cramps because this might help decrease the pain. So I hope this helped you. If it did, let me know. You can DM me at naturallynatalie.rd, share it in your stories or tag me or leave a review of the podcast and I can see it there or you can share this episode with a family or friend it really helps out the podcast and if you're looking to get that personalized support with your nutrition I am accepting one-on-one clients now and still enrolling in psych cycle savvy which is a group program but it is live so you'll have some of that personalized support The one-on-one is completely customizable plan to you. We will deep dive into your goals and customize your nutrition around those goals that you have. Cycle Savvy is a deep dive into cycle syncing and it's my four-week group program that will give you the tools, all the tools that you need to start living in alignment with your cycle so you can balance out your hormones, gain energy, and have better periods for life. So you can come reach out to me and I can let you know which option is better for you if you're really not sure. But thank you for listening today. I hope you have an amazing day. Bye. Thank you so much for pushing play today. If you enjoyed this podcast, I'd so appreciate a five-star review so I can help more people. Also, come join me on Instagram and TikTok at naturallynatalie.rd so we can connect. Thank you guys. I hope you have the best day ever. Goodbye.